What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast. Yeah, with your boy, Mike Goodwin, the bowtie comedian. As I start each and every episode, primarily with a segment that I call On the Road Again. Now, if you've been following my saga, <laughs> you will be very aware that I made one of the biggest foopas errors of my career on February the 1st. Uh, my pastor does this all the time. He's in a in a new he's in a new <laughs> sermon, but he re preaches the old sermon because it goes back and makes the points. He doesn't re preach; he just gives you two sermons in one. No. However, if you are not aware, I missed a show straight up. Missed a show straight up. People are there. It's the Craig Knight. Tickets are sold. No Mike Goodwin. Right? Never, 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 ever, ever, never, ever, ever have done that. I think the closest I've ever gotten to something to that regard, I missed the connection going to Vegas. It's one of the first time I've been to Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas a lot, especially to perform. Missed the connection going to Vegas and I guess especially at this time there was like one flight to Vegas it was like a morning flight an afternoon flight and maybe an evening flight I missed the morning flight and then the next time was an afternoon flight which would not work so I ended up having to get shuttled to Charlotte caught a flight but in that instance, I literally was getting out of the Uber, put my bags in the back of the room and like walked on stage. Like I was, I had to leave Columbia in what I was going to be wearing on stage. Cause that was what type of time frame I had. And there's so many bad things that went awful with that show. That was a bad <laughs> That was not a good situation. I could, and it's been years. I can't even. That might have been 08. Uh, 10. You know, it's it's been years, but I, I can I can remember. So I've never missed a gig. Never uh been out here in, in places where like not where I'm supposed to be. I've done the things like I've I've made the shows. I've been on time. Uh, even if 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 we had to like, hey, we're gonna do a little longer. And I, I can't even remember anything like that. I think I'm typically there an hour before I'm supposed to be there. Most times, people want you to be there four hours before you're supposed to be there. <laughs> Especially when you're starting off. When you're starting off, man, they have no regard for your time. Like, there's a hundred things I'd rather be doing than sitting in this green room waiting for the event tonight. All that being said, the actual show that I was going to the wrong location happened 
this past week. So the first time I was going to be in Burlington, North Carolina, I was on my way to Bristol, Tennessee. Well, this was the actual show in Bristol, Tennessee. Bristol, Tennessee is very unique also because it's two cities, well, two states, one city. So there's Bristol, Tennessee, then there's Bristol, Virginia, and it's across the street. Matter of fact, I, you know, I was super concerned about getting there, getting to the right location, being there on time, all those things, right? But I booked, I went and looked at the, the Paramount Theater, which was the theater, and I looked at accommodations. So oftentimes they would recommend places that are in the area. So when I was looking for my hotel, I saw they recommended the Bristol Hotel. And they said it was walking distance. It was just a short walk to the theater. I was like, okay, let's do that. I'll book it. Then the next day I go to put the address in my GPS and it says Bristol, Virginia. So I kind of a little bit freaked out. Like I, I knew that they both were the same city, but it's still to, to feel like, man, I'm going to Tennessee, but they give me a Virginia uh, address. It, it's a little weird, but it's really, it's, I mean, it's literally, you can stand in the street and you're in both. If one foot is on one side of the line and one foot is on the other side of the line, you can be both in Tennessee and Virginia. Uh, great night. Great night. And what I've noticed, what I've realized, even, even as I've, I've been like this year, you know, I don't know if it's because my, my father passed. I'm, I'm super reflective. I'm the type of guy that would typically I'm looking at the next thing. What's the next thing? What, you know, what, what is the move? What's the, what's the play? What am I trying to, you know, what am I taking all my momentum into it? And, and right now I'm at a point where I'm, I'm really grateful because I'm doing the thing. Like when you watch a movie, you watch it and there's a climax. So, Let's say the movie or, or, or the or the goal of the of the of the movie or this whole movie centered around winning a state championship. Well, the way you win a state championship is you start that particular season. Like the, you got to play the first game of that season. Like you don't just go to the state championship. And I'm I feel like I'm in that part of the story. I'm in the part of the story. That's the path towards the state championship. Like I'm, I'm literally doing what I have often prayed for, often what I've, I've spoken, what I've desired. I'm executing it. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm booked at, at very great opportunities. I'm selling tickets in clubs for people, clubs and theaters for people to come and see my shows. I'm creating content that people are consuming and sharing and I got a podcast and all the things like it's literally going down. And I don't know if I've ever been in places of awareness in in times past, like oh man, this is this is the thing. I oftentimes celebrated 
at the championship level. Once we got the championship, oh man, I worked hard. I, I you know, I, I got this result. But now I'm like, I'm in the life. Like I'm in the game. One thing is similar. I think about like the civil rights movement, like the things that we watch historically. I wonder if they ever thought that, hey man, being in this committee meeting, you know, marching across this bridge, like this is historical. This is the thing that people will look back and reflect upon for years. So that's why I feel like I am, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so good. Like I, I'm so like not satisfied and definitely not content, but definitely able to enjoy the moments and, and, and all the things that, that are happening in saying that I, I Bristol, Tennessee was a great night. The, the night was great. The hotel was great. The city is great. Most times I don't have the ability to um, spend time in the city. And I didn't, I didn't have a, a large amount of time to do that, but I, I was able to, you know, my walk to the, from the hotel to the theater, I ended up having dinner at a spot downtown or, or in the, in the area that I guess they would call downtown. And it was like, I think there's a term that like the young folks say nowadays, like gatekeeping, like people, I got a buddy like that. Like, like the, the Keith Lee effect. If you don't know who Keith Lee is, this guy on social media, food reviewer. So he goes to these places, he does a review. And if he likes your food, like people are going to come swarm your building. They're going to come. And most times they're places that people aren't as aware of that they should be. They're kind of like the best kept secrets, right? I don't want to be, the, I want to be like Keith Lee. I want to like blow something up. I want to give people information like, hey, Bristol Hotel. So if you're looking for a romantic getaway, I think the Bristol Hotel would be perfect for my wife and I. We do our quarterly getaways. I even think it would be great. At the end of the year, we do like uh, end of the year review planning for the next year. Definitely one of those spots. Even the folks there were saying it's even something uh, great for, for bringing the entire family. Now, I don't know if I would bring the entire family instead of the Bristol Hotel. But um, they were telling me about a, a musical festival that happens in Bristol. It's a pretty big deal. They had this great bakery that I spent way too much of my money at. Wait, it wasn't even the money. It's the calories I spent there. <laughs> I got a couple of bring home boxes that uh, threw me off my chart, charted course a little bit, a little bit, but that, that's regular life. Uh, but it, it's a place that I love. Like, And I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm a small town guy. I'm a small town guy from Camden, South Carolina. Matter of fact, there's a new restaurant in Camden. If you're in the area, uh, B. Colston. It's, uh, I think it's like a steak, seafood, and bourbon type place. Me and my wife went the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. <laughs> all the, all the holidays seem the same to me. Day before Valentine's Day, I recommend it. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't blow my socks off, but it was great. It had like a 
uh, a Gatsby-esque feel. Like the Roaring Twenties is what they're they're shooting for. So it, it was it was cool. I enjoyed it, but I I really like Bristol, and I've been to Bristol before. But I, I I think before I went with my guy John Chris, and I was at like a middle school, and I had a it was a real weird scenario because I had like a bag of all my T-shirts merch, and I was one of uh, maybe two and a half black people in the whole thing. Like, and I'm I'm, I'm telling jokes as I, but I, I, I doubt that I, there were, uh, you know, a large number of uh, constituents from the African American community. Right, I had this big bag, and I'm in the lobby, and I, I don't know if somebody informed the security that I had this big bag or something, but it, it you know, it wasn't anything that became. Um, blown out of proportion but it was a like hey sir are you in the right place kind of thing like yeah i'm doing this show tonight and i'm selling t-shirts that are in this big bag and maybe i think somebody may have confused the bag for like a bomb or something it's it's kind of vague but it, it was a little weird experience so i hadn't had a check mark beside bristol now i put it i can erase I can race the the asterisks and I can put a check mark because I man I had a had a great time. I mean, again, I think it would be a perfect staycation, like a little getaway. I, I, my only only caveat to that is I don't enjoy the pressure that the mountains put on your vehicle. So you can feel, you know, you drive through Asheville in that area, you're the mountains put a little pressure on your car. But once you get through that, get to Bristol, I think it'd be well worth the trip. So Bristol is definitely a spot that I shall return just on my own accord. Even if they were to have me back to perform, I would be more than delighted to go back. But I also would just, I could see myself spending a weekend there with the with my wife and, and having a great time. Shouts out to Bristol, Tennessee. I think Burlington is another place. I mean, I, I'm really loving these small town vibes. Uh, Burlington, I want to give a shout out to Bristol. Also want to give a shout out to Aiken, South Carolina, the Wilcock Theater. I, I'm not theater, hotel. I might have mentioned them before, but they are definitely, if you haven't, you know, haven't been to the Wilcock, I would highly recommend it. There's another place in highlands north carolina called the old edwards inn oh my goodness i big big fans of that two thumbs up a hip hip hooray for the edwards inn in highlands same thing though uh the roads get a little you know when you get closer to highlands they're in the mountains so you you get on this little strange path and becomes very tedious if you're if you're not there at a certain time of day like if you're driving up there at night it could be a little bit concerning but separate from the, sans these little you know these these 30 mo 30 minutes of being on this drive they, those are places that i highly recommend and i'm, I'm a big uh I, I think about the time we spent in costa rica i like the resort life right uh it can feel a little cruise shippy to me now i haven't been on a lot of cruise ships and i'm not 
not knocking cruise ships because I, I the ones I've been on I've enjoyed, but there is a kind of like the food after a minute, like it's all kind of tastes the same. There's a lot of it, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it, it's I, I don't I don't even really know how to describe it. Uh, I can remember being on this cruise and, you know, we had to put on a jacket and a button up shirt and you do all these things. And the food was like, come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all, we, we, <laughs> and it was, it wasn't bad food. It was just wasn't, you know, I don't know. It's cruise. This is a cruise. So I don't know. I've not been a, I haven't been on a cruise that the food's knocked me off of my feet. Now I've, I, I've spent too much time getting the pizza slices and, you know, going, getting the olives and cheeses and stuff like that. But anytime you send like in a formal scenario, I feel like sometimes the resort and cruise um, food, I was, I was trying to think of the, the, the fancy word. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue with the C U L culinary, the culinary, the culinary options aren't over, you know, uh, impressive, overly impressive, right? Uh, but shout out to small towns that I enjoy. Now for the part of the segment of the podcast that we've all been waiting for. It's the best advice ever. This is one I've had kind of in the holster and I, and then, then something else jumped in front of it, but I had this thought, it's been a few weeks, but there's something that I think is very important for the best advice ever. And it's simply exploit your strength, man. Exploit your strength. If you're good at something, do that, man. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's my generation. Um, where we say things to people like, oh, they one trick ponies, one hit wonders, all that. It's a hit, though. Like, if if there's a song that people love and you pl- make songs like that, keep making those songs, right? But for whatever reason, man, and I'm in this. I'm not, there's no separation from this advice. Do the thing that you do the best. I I, I often tell people this advice that I learned from John Maxwell years ago. And it's basically make your seven and eights, nines and tens. Like focus on your strengths, like Make your strengths exemplary, excellent, magnanimous. We did a, <laughs> we did some taping last night for this concert, uh, the Auntie Karen concert, and we do this Real Husbands of Columbia skit before they, you know, that's kind of opens the show. And Akatun, they used the word magnanimous. I was like, ooh, I got to throw that magnanimous in there a little bit more often. But exploit your strengths, man. If you're good at something, lean into that. Lean into that. And I don't know, man. People try to make you feel crazy because you do the. He can only dribble with his right hand. Well, you can't stop me, though. Like, of course, you need to develop 
and you need to not uh um be so predictable but if you're if the if the thing that you do is predictable and nobody can stop it then do that like okay you're predictable but you're not stopping me i'm getting success i think about i think about this young man that um my sister dated and i ended up going and playing basketball with this guy and you know <laughs> funny guy man like um that's that's a very interesting perspective because this is your sister and you want your sister to be in healthy relationships i don't think this guy was the best guy but he 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 presented well he he looked the part he said the things but no substance right well we went and played basketball one day after all this like a bunch of like uh your brother you know i take your brother and all that you know a lot a lot a lot of a lot of yammering right a lot of and this been some years ago because i if somebody told me they could take me on the court today they could have that you have at it I might play you in a game of horse. That that might give you that. I would definitely give you the Frankie Fun Park shooting situation. I, I've, I've shut some few people down in that, but getting out on the court, Ding up one on one. Hey man, I told my Achilles back in the day. I ain't fooling with you. You got it, big boy. You got it, play boy. But this particular time, I had the time and we had the space and the opportunity, right? So we went to the park in play and i noticed pretty quickly he couldn't stop me from going to the post and that's all i need to do to win the game and after keeping you know taking him to the post a few times he laments oh man you keep doing the same thing man you 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 can't beat me no other way you you can't Shoot from the outside, you know. Hey, man, we're playing a game of basketball in which I'm going to win. So why would I not take advantage of my advantage? You can't stop me in the post. Why would I start doing something different now? That's what people say, overthinking. You start doing something different on the account of, oh, maybe. I see comedians do this all the time. Maybe. They need a new set. They need new jokes. Yeah. They need some new jokes. They don't need all the new jokes. You know, I, I go to open mics off the time. That's the time where, yeah, if you come in with a set like myself who works regularly, I should be trying different material. I'm not going to come to the open mic and do what you're not going to do and nursery rhymes and and all these jokes that I know without a shadow of a doubt works. I'm going to get up at the open mic and try out things. Now you as a, a, a fledgling comedian, a starting comedian, someone that's not doing it regularly, you should get up and do them same jokes over and over and over. And maybe you don't do it in the same order, but you do same jokes until you understand this is what works. But if you're not really certain of what works and now you done bounced over to something else, you don't have any consistency. So I say explore 
your strengths. Exploit your strengths. Simple. It's a simple thing. Exploit your strengths. Take advantage of your advantage. Again, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't develop your game and you should not add facets to your craft and and the thing that you're working on. But the thing that you do well, keep doing that. Do that some more. Give me some more. If you make chicken and dumplings, you need to figure out how to make Cajun chicken and dumplings, barbecue chicken and dumplings, um, spicy chicken and dumplings. They're like, what? Like, keep giving it to them. And that's been the best advice of the day. Also, got a segment called Mind of Mike. There's a lot on my mind. That's so much on my mind. I, 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 <laughs> and I, I was telling a friend of mine, I think sometimes I like being angry. I like people getting me angry. So I, I had a scenario where, and I say it like this, because I, I, I mean, I understand people are in different places. But if you are young, not even young, like if, if there's some area that you're trying or, or, or somebody you're reaching out to that that's more successful than you, someone that you deem to have a bigger platform than you. And I'm, I'm sure I've said this before. I'm sure I've, this has been the best advice ever. Um, Look at, look at trying when you, when you approach people, approach them from a place of value. And, I, and I'm, 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 I'm going to use myself as an example. So I, when I was in Bristol in my hotel room, there was a magazine, and I'm not going to say whether or not the magazine came with me as I left, but there was a magazine, and in the magazine, they had an article laughing it up with Leanne Morgan. Now, if you don't know Leanne Morgan, she is a stand-up comedian. She has a special on Netflix. She's crushing it. She's touring, selling out all over, um, but Leanne Morgan's probably 58 years old. She's She's clean. Uh, out of Knoxville, Tennessee. So when I saw that immediately, I was like, yo, I would love to have an article in a magazine. So I went, I read the article. I looked at the artist, the art, the author. And I thought, okay, my initial thought is to send this person a, a, a DM or follow them on, Insta- on on social media, which I did. Now the, the rookie move is to follow this person and say, Hey, I just read your article about Leanne Morgan in this magazine. Can you do one on me? That's the that's the that's the natural. That's what I really want to do. That's the like, hey, I saw this for this person. Can you do this for me? That's there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that that's not a normal natural feeling. What I'm telling you is don't do that. Don't do that. Stay away from that. If that's your inclination, when you see something, hey, how can they? How can I get that for me? This is my. I'm telling you, don't do that. Don't, don't flip that and say, okay, what would be of value to this individual? Like, what what is something that I bring to the table? And I may say at some point. Hey, I just read this article. It was incredible. If you're looking to feature uh, uh, any more 
comedians in the future that were in the military, married, been doing it, lived in the South, whatever, like giving them some parameters, giving, making their work a little bit easier. That's the position. I had somebody recently reach out to me. They they did something where they included one of my one of my jokes on, on a piece of work that they're doing. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. But then they say, hey, I used to work and hey, I, I want to get this out to more people. Now, this person doesn't have a following of, of any note, of any significance. And it's like, hey, you put this on your platform. I put this on my platform. Well, that's not a win-win, people. In the mind of Mike, man, I'm like, how can I make any involvement I'm in with folks a win-win? My pastor says help is not help unless it's the help you need. A lot of people come through and be like, man, I want to help you. But they want to help them. They won't help you. And it's, it's, it's a little exhausting. So I, I got a little frustrated. And what the guy, the person that, <laughs> the person, this person might be listening to the podcast. I don't want to lose a listener because they're a fan. Like this is a person that really enjoys what I do. But the person sent me a thing. And um, they were sending me, like, DMs, like, from Wednesday, third, like, every day. I open my joint. Hey, man, I don't know if you got a chance to check it out, but, you know, all the stuff. And it's basically what I call uh, borrowing money energy, right? I don't know if you ever had anybody borrow money from you. But, man, I've noticed this. And I try to get out of borrowing money uh, scenario. If I give somebody money, hey, man, that's, that's your money. Hey, you know, I give the amount of money that I don't need to get back, right? Or if we borrow, we borrow it under some kind of parameters. However, I've noticed back, 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 way back in the day when people would borrow money, man, their energy would be so like when they needed to get the money, man, I'll meet you here. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you anywhere. I'll meet you early. I'll meet you late. I meet you in the sky. I meet you in the pie. I meet you in the moon. I meet you on the broom. Like they, they will go Dr. Seuss for that money, man. They want that bread, right? When when people are trying to borrow money, there's no obstacle that can get in the way of them getting money from you. As soon as you give those folks that money, though, ah, uh, like we say every, like we say nowadays. Why don't they keep that keep that same energy, the same way you pestered? Hey, man, I just want to, hey, I could meet you at your job. I could meet you at your lunch break. The same energy in which you requested the money, where's that energy to return the money, to, to secure the money? Very urgent, very adamant, but to return the money, very distant, very aloof. Can't find you being around the world and I, I can't find my money. I don't know where, I don't know why, <laughs> where it's gone away. And I... it's not the same, man. And that's the kind of energy this person was giving me when they were asking me to post and hey, uh, you know, share this with your community and do the do. So I, I responded back. I said, look, basically, here's a synopsis. You know, I, I, I respond back. I said, hey, Hey, look, man, I, I don't need, I'm busy. Because like, the person said in the thing, I know you're busy. And I'm like, hey, you, you're right. I'm busy. 
You got a lot of things going on, a lot of things to do, a lot of stuff to focus on. So when people show up in my DMs and give me more things to do, I don't want to do that. And I basically was like, hey, in the future, when you're reaching out to folks, lead with value. Make sure that what you're offering is of equal value to what you're receiving, like a win-win. Um, hopefully, you know, and I was like, I hope this resonates, man. I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm not saying this to be a jerk. I, I really want you to understand that there's a different way to conduct your business affairs. Crickets. Wasn't that same energy? Wasn't that? Hey, man, thank you. Appreciate that. Man, I never looked at it like that. Not that same energy, man. Man, finally came back and was like, well, I thought it was a win-win for us both because we both posted on. No, man, I got. And and, and and it's not about this, but if I got 70,000 followers and you got 100 followers, how is that equal? If I'm working diligently, adamantly, and I'm, I'm, I'm consistently, you know, I've hired folks to, to work my social media. I'm doing, I'm doing lives and I'm doing podcasts. And I'm doing interviews and I'm trying to extend my platform. How is me posting and you posting the same thing? Now, if it's something that like the Bristol hotel, they don't have to say, Mike, Win-win. It's a win. Like, I went there. It was a win. I'm like, yo, man, this, hey, y'all have the opportunity to go there. This is good. Now, they don't ever have to post anything for me because that's not the nature of this relationship. I didn't, you know, I, I went and I consumed the product. Oh. <laughs> people think just because they created something, people should come and, and, and utilize it. And that's just not, is it good? If it's good, people will be talking about it. And then, then sometimes things are good. People just don't know about it to talk about it. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's, I feel like that's a double best advice ever. This is when I'm, I'm going a little bit longer now these days. I got to I gotta, I gotta put, a, put a plug in this right now. So what I'm not going to do is keep this podcast roll. I'm, I'm going to come back next week. Y'all know I come back. I'm consistent. You can see the track record. Look at, look at, check my records, baby. I'm out here podcasting. This used to be an idea. This was something I wanted to do. Now, even with the podcast, I had somebody recently like, how's it going? Is it doing what? I don't know how's it going. I hope people are listening. I want you to listen. And I want it to improve. If you, if you have some ideas to improve my podcast, shoot them in. But I think I have a great product. I think I need to. Keep working at it. Keep cultivating it. But I'm enjoying myself. So I'm not going to just shut it down because I've only had 60 listeners this month. I, you know, I hadn't looked at the, the statistics. And I really hadn't figured out, okay, what's the goal that, you know, the ultimate goal. I, I really wanted to, when I created this podcast, add some value. You know, if you're doing some cardio, if you're on a ride, the, the commute to work, throw this thing in. You fold and close. I would, you know, I, I would, I wanted to do that. I want to give people something in between my social media and my live show. That's where I'm at. So maybe now it's time to reevaluate my goals and what I want out of the podcast. But what I created it for is what it's doing. Well, thank y'all so much for checking in. If you have any information, insights, just shoot me an email at info at comedianmikegoodwin.com. Like, subscribe, share. 
let people know hey man i listen to this podcast it's not my it's not the best podcast i listen to but it's not the worst it's like you know it's up there i enjoy it it's cool i think check it out <laughs> you don't have to give a glowing recommendation just recommendate just give a recommendation recommendate i don't think recommendate's a word just give a recommendate <laughs> give a recommend just recommendate just give a recommendation well thank y'all man i'll see you next week same bat channel same bat place you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me and i appreciate it peace